Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You have survived week one. Win or loss, you're here with us for week two. So we want to say happy NFL Sunday to all of our NFL fans that are tuning in to check us out. And we also, I also want to say good morning to our co-hosts. We've got Mike and Bernard on the line. What's up, guys? Happy NFL Sunday. Good morning. Happy NFL Sunday. Yes, it is. Yes. We are heading to week two, and I think... Some people are probably mad, and some people are happy about what their teams are doing, and you know. And some people are you know, um, Yeah, I think some people are like, "What? What's really going on? What's going on with my team?" <laughs> what the what is a better way of saying it? You said what? And we have some shockers. We have Everybody a couple teams what the what? that are. Uh, we we got some shockers. We got a couple teams that were in the trash last season that um. Might turn out to be sleepers if you go on week one. So we have a lot to exactly. talk about here in the NFC North. So and we are the, definitely going to kick it off. Go ahead. Keep going, Cass. Go ahead. Moment of silence, apparently. So we are definitely <laughs> going to kick it off with the Detroit Lions, which came out and actually looked, I won't use the word stellar, but quite good, if I must say, last week. And their season opener, I guess Detroit in the off season, and definitely the end of last season. It's like we ain't having it. Our fans deserve more. Martha deserves more, and we can put more out on the field. I'm very happy with their choice of not changing head coaches. I know we have a counterpart on the show who isn't happy about that, but it honestly seems like everything has come together and fallen in place. Matt Stafford looked really good. I can't take anything away from how good Matt Stafford actually looked last week. <clears throat> if you have him on your fantasy league and you don't have the greatest starting quarterback, you really need to be starting Matt Stafford, especially according to this Pat last week. He looked really good, very consistent, put the ball in the player's hands in some I, – I really didn't have anything bad to say about Matt Stafford. I know things have been questionable. He was only good to some people because there was a Megatron. Well, there's no Megatron. There's a Golden Tate and Anquan Bolden and, you know, a couple other people, but there is no Megatron. And Matt Stafford looked really good, and he really had control of this game when it came to his team and the decisions that he made. So I wonder what you guys think. Like, are you thinking I'm hyping them up too much, or are you guys right in there with me? Because I think he did a really good job in his, this season opener. Well, I've always if I'm Okay, you go ahead. <laughs> well, I've always been, um, you know, a Matt Stafford supporter. I think he's been very consistent throughout his career since he began. And you know, I, he was a, he was my starting quarterback last year in my fantasy league, and I think completely pretty much played him every game because of his consistency. You know, um, regardless of who he had in the field, he always found a way to be productive. You know, despite the outcome. Um, we all know that the Detroit Lions had a dismal season last year, but he didn't seem to, seem to let that stop him from performing. So, where he's he's to me, he's just picking up where he left off, and he's you know, I'm starting this week, you know, versus um, Ben Roethlisberger, who had a great week last weekend. So, 
But, you know, I, I think that we are seeing a different Detroit Lions team. Um, like you said it, when you were speaking, Cass, about how they just got to the point now where, you know, it's, it's all about the fans and it's really giving them, um, you know, a push to do, be better at what, they, what they're trying to accomplish and really get focused and making sure they have the best team possible out there every game. So I'm really excited to see what they're going to do today against Tennessee, who's coming off a very, very embarrassing loss to the, you know, Minnesota Vikings. Um, Cass' favorite team, as you all know. But I think that today will be, a, uh, be they'll be on traction to do the same thing today. I don't really – I'm looking at the matchup right now, and – you know, Detroit actually has the edge, which I think will have a lot of people in Detroit happy about. I know the fans are excited to see their team really get out there and start making a headway toward the NFC North Championship, um, you know, making a bid for it this season. So, But we'll see, Mike. Well, Renard, what do you think? What are your what are your thoughts about Detroit? Um, my thought is that Detroit was the only team in NFC North that came ready to play last week. And we will go in some more detail about the other teams, but Detroit came prepared to play a football game. Um, Cass and Mike, you all talk about the the stats every week. And I remember some stats from time to time. I pull them up on the computer from time to time. But I'm real big on the eye test. Detroit just looked like the only team that wanted to play football last week. It was like everybody else in the NFC North was like, "Hmm, yeah, we're going to wait another week. I'm calling in sick. Detroit woke up and got, got in the game. Okay. Well, you know, um, our home team definitely looked like – I don't know what they look like. I don't think we have a word. But we get to that later. We're not talking about that right now. But, yeah, I, I will agree with you in the fact that, you know, Detroit looked like they came to play. You know, even in comparison to what we, what we talked about in the meeting, on the pre-show meeting, you know, about Green Bay. They look like they just showed up. You know, like, oh, yeah, we're here. We're going to play. Uh, hmm. All right. And But Detroit looked like they had it there on a mission. And uh, I really think they are this season, you know, and I would be too. You know, we've the past couple of seasons we've talked about how they've had to discipline things and, you know, how, like, they seemed to get real disciplined last year. And then all of a sudden, they, you know, they lost that, that fight. It's like, okay, well, you replaced one and took away the other. Now I think they finally figured out how to have that balance that they've been looking for, and we're going to see a totally different team this season. Um, you know, and I'm not hopefully... there with you yet. I'm not there yet. I've always felt like I can't judge Detroit until week six or seven because there have, <laughs> been, other, there have been other seasons. They come out like gangbusters, and then they fall off a cliff all of a sudden. I'm going to say – I'm going to leave my statement to exactly what it was. They were the only team in the NFC North that came prepared to play, and they played well. And if they follow up, this isn't that this season. Way- this isn't the the. No, this is a totally different. I don't see them as as those seasons. I get what you're saying, but I don't. I don't. I don't see that. You know, Not okay, this- you don't see it, and I and I will say they came out prepared. But all I was going to say is if they follow up this week. The same way they played last week, they will end up 2-0. So that was my opinion on the Lions. The Lions, honestly, if I was to do a power ranking of the NFC North, the Lions would be in that number one spot right now. And and I'm not talking based on 
Or let me rephrase mm. If I was to do this like the college let rankings me. I wouldn't say off the power rankings I would correct myself If this was to do yeah, off the I college rankings <laughs> If we do this like the college rankings Lions would be in the number one spot right now Because they were the only ones that looked good on the field If this was like the AP poll The Lions are the only ones that look good the the Packers and the uh the Packers and the Vikings won but mm, the Lions look good at winning. But you know what the problem is is the good as the Lions looked and we'll get to the Packers too. When you have to look at those rankings, one of the biggest things is where did you stop your defense at scoring? Mm-hmm. And even though I am scratching my head about the Minnesota Vikings, which I live for them, I am still scratching my head about them, they still held that team to 16 points. They still had held the Titans to 16 points. The score was in the 20s um, for the opponents for both the Packers and the Lions. So when you, when you look at that, the biggest thing is, okay, it's ton of offensive mistakes, but a score is a score. But what did you did you stop that other team from at least trying to come back on on your squad? And I think that's the one thing that Detroit has to tighten up because offensively, on the offensive side of the ball, they are really coming together and looking like a team that's really in the running for the postseason. Even though so many have counted them out, and just like you, everyone's not a believer yet. But if you look at that, and you know, the first game for a lot of teams, unless you're the Packers or Seattle or Denver or the Patriots, a lot of teams do look a little shaky in their very first game. You've got players coming off injuries, rookies who've never played. Some players don't even play in the preseason. So games one and two are kind of a gelling factor. But Detroit looked like they had been playing all summer and that this was a continuation as to what they had been doing. And that was that was really stellar. I just, for some reason, I had to use that word today. When you <laughs> think about who the team actually is and what they looked like over the last few years and the changes that were made and how serious Martha is about giving the fans a team that they can at least be proud of. We, they're not Super Bowl caliber ready, but at least, you know, come out here and, and play and, and develop a team and develop these players to actually be a, have a chance to be a contending and possibly a postseason appearance team. It may take some years to get there, but I'd like to see a team be on the verge of transitioning to that than just what we were used to seeing for the last few years from Detroit. So that's that's my take on it. Now are they're going up against the Titans, and I don't think the Titans are coming back to the NFC North another NFC North team pretty happy because there was no, I don't even, whatever, Minnesota got the W. That's going to be the next conversation. And held in the 16 points. They never scored after that. They, they, that, that was a wrap. That was it. You're not going to score. I don't care if y'all on this field for 20 minutes. It's going to be a useless drive, and that's that. So with Detroit having access to that film and seeing what the Minnesota Vikings did, when the Minnesota Vikings were not looking that great at all, what are you guys expecting from this game, from this matchup today when it kicks off? Because I think the, the Titans are trying to redeem themselves, and I think the Lions are really trying to hold it down in the NFC North. I, I think I think everything is going to play itself out. I don't think the NFC North 
is going to be to look the same six weeks from now. I do still think the Lions are going to be in third place, and I don't think that's going to be representative of how bad the Lions are. I think that's going to be the other teams in the NFC North showing who they really are. Um, sometimes, just like in the morning, you got to splash that water on your face to wake up. I think the Vikings and the, the Packers splash that water on their face. And I think... Okay, it so what do you be, think about today's matchup? I think the Vikings... I mean, I think the Lions are going to win the game today. I'm still not sold on Marcus Mariota. I've never been sold on Mariota. Um, I mean, I do think he's an upgrade from what they had. I think he will be a serviceable QB. But I'm not sold on the Vikings even having turned turn their... Turn the corner. I don't. I'm not, You're not confident talking about the, um, the Vikings. And not the Vikings. You the mean Titans. Titans. <laughs> I meant to say the Titans. Sorry. My head is spinning, and I want to say bad things about the NFC North teams because my team isn't doing so good. But like I said, no, I'm no, not sold not on the Titans. <laughs> I'm not sold on the Titans. I am not sold on the Titans. So that. So you saying that? If, so. I think Detroit was going to win regardless, but on top of that, I'm still not sold on the Titans. So I don't. <laughs> I believe. I believe the. I believe the L.A. Rams could beat the Titans. That is my opinion of the Titans. So what he's saying, people, um, is that he that believes that. Detroit's going to win today. Um, <laughs> you know, in short and in full. Yeah. He has Sorry, he, without without him saying that he has faith in Detroit, you know, because obviously he that's like sacrilege in a way for him. Um, he said he just doesn't in have faith in the Titans. Um, <laughs> I'm, in hey, a man, way, I'm being, you all will feel how, you all nice. will hear how I really feel later on. I'm being nice. This is a nice yeah, show. Yeah, we're trying to be professional. I'm trying to be nice. So it. that's why I said, I, you know, it's kind of like, well, it's sacrilege. All right. So there people, you go. People going to wake, wake up this Sunday. This ain't this ain't one of my uh, Sunday morning uh, driver type situations. I'm going to tell them how I really feel today. <laughs> but there you have it, man. He doesn't have any faith that the Tennessee Titans can beat the Detroit Lions. Well, He's probably not the only one, <laughs> but no, I think that um, I just I just see they, see Detroit being able to if they make, can maintain what they did last week, and they keep that same type of energy going and same effort going. I mean, you got to think about it, man. I mean, and I understand what you're saying about Marcus Mariota. He just, he really doesn't have the numbers, you know. If you look at it from that standpoint, um, but he's not a bad quarterback. He. It, it, overall, he it, they could be they could be worse, you know. Uh, but I think that in this case, you know, the veteran is going to have a better. He has a better feel for what's going on with his team, and it's, it's just going to make it's really going to make the difference. Last week, you know, he was Matthew Stafford was thirty one of thirty nine. He only dropped. He only had eight incompletions. What? <laughs> uh, let me let me stop you for a second. I heard a funny funny something this week. When they talk, when Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston, they will forever be tied together because they were one and two. And they said, "From what does Marcus Mariota need to do 
to uh, to to have a better comparison to Jameis Winston, and the person's response was play like Winston. Yay! <laughs> um. it, it, Mariota is just Mariota. Let me put it this way: They tried to compare Marcus Mariota to Michael Vick. They tried to compare him to Cam Newton. They tried I don't to really see him, but he's not that. That's not where he fits, though. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You know, that, he, he's, well, I, I mean, to, that, to, you can't really put him in the comparison of them because he doesn't really fit into the category of either of those quarterbacks. He is not, he does not have a great arm. He does not have a great arm, and he's not explosive with his legs. That's why I don't think he's not. He's a jack of of multiple trades, not a master of either. I mean, see, one of the things that people when they talk about mobile quarterbacks and how great they are, and I'm going to talk about your your Cam Newton. He can run through somebody, but he's got a cannon of an arm. Michael Vick can outrun somebody, but he's got a cannon of an arm. Uh. Aaron Rodgers can, is a mobile quarterback, but he's got a cannon of an arm. Ben Roethlisberger can run over somebody, but he's got a cannon of an arm. Did anything I just said sound anything like Marcus Mariota? Um, Marcus no. Mariota is just Marcus Mariota, and he just has to figure it out. I mean, you know, right? Is that, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's gonna have to figure out where he fits, man. And it may be a thing to where you know he could he could wind up being slash too. Because <laughs> they may I have mean, to, they may they may have people, to put him out there on on the you know as a wide out or whatever, find a different suit. You never know. If we I look mean, at, it, just depends on it depends on how how effective he is this year, you know, and when also if he, if he can avoid getting hurt. <laughs> when we look at a deck of cards and we call somebody a jack of all trades, a master of none. I don't even think Marcus Mariota is a jack. I th- I, he might be lucky if he's a seven or an eight. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, so if we play like Marcus Mariota, if you if you didn't know, I mean, I'm just saying, if if if, 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 if it wasn't has, apparent, it, it's very clear now. He has it the is desire, now. He has the work ethic. He has a desire, and you can have all the desire and work ethic in the world if you don't have the tools. It's just not there. I and think this is how probably, he fit Marcus Mariota. Uh, He's throwing sticks and stuff at you. It's a wrap. Y'all not going to win. I mean, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he just pretty much said, man, like, you know, when it comes to your skills. Pretty much. So you take yeah. that with some toilet paper, and you take your loss, Marcus Mariota, from the Lions. So I don't know, man. If if he happens to come across this today, or he hears us, he may be fueling his fire. Right. Um, no, I'm just saying, you know. But hey, that's how you know. It's a free country. You can feel how you want to feel about people, and, and you know, and what they bring to the game of football. It's just all after all, and it's all in fun and games, and there's nothing personal we mean by our opinions here this is just how we feel and take it or leave it you know it's all in fun and game so it's fan there every fan but that's, so, but that's so funny though and that's so i'm rolling with the lions today too. <laughs> like I said, it's obvious if we play in the hand of spades he's a seven or eight he's not walking across the board oh wow man he said we came to play so spades that's two with you for the lions um uh, mike 
<laughs> what are you rolling with? Cause obviously, we don't even have to ask Bernard. What are you rolling All with? right. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on Detroit side today. Um, I think they can pull it off. Um, like I said, if they stay consistent with what they've done the past, the past week and just keep rolling with that energy, I, I believe they'll pull out the win today. Um now, like you said before, it will depend on the defense play and how, you know if they can shut them down or not. And, and Tennessee has a show they can score um, at will, so we'll see. I, I don't think it's going to be too lopsided of a game, but I, you know, I, I kind of really I, my, my face more with Detroit this one, and I, and I kind of and I don't have a problem saying it, but yeah, that's why. So it's three three of us for Detroit over the Tennessee Titans today oh, this at is twelve o'clock game. You know, yeah. Row, think, everybody picked the same team on something. Wow, we are on the road. Because it doesn't really happen often. <laughs> it does not happen. It often. doesn't. You know, so it relish does. these moments where we can all agree and you know we're all on the same page. It's just harmony. It's a beautiful thing. Now the question will be: Will we pick the same oh. team on this seven o'clock game? That's where the fun will be. I'm picking oh, my squad, yeah. but I I got some. Put it this way. Put put it this way. When I watched them last week, and I even watched the win, I watched the entire team, and this was my background music. NBC, but I was What happened to uh, how the fuck? No, no, why no. The heck, it's see. Anybody that what came the, to Ravens Place last week, anybody that came to Ravens Place last week and had their eyes well, open for cash, oh my gosh, you saw you saw a woman yelling at the screen, you saw, you saw her mad, and most of the people in the room were I watching the Bears game. You didn't yell at the screen. Oh. I'm glad I'm not sitting in the same room with you because uh, it would be some light didn't coming through on a clear day. You was mad. No, it wasn't. And then, <laughs> man, the, the, all I got to say is Blair Walsh. Oh, please don't say that. That's a curse word. Like, don't do that. And I don't want no more. Hey, I, 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 I love I, I, children. I, I'm a I, mother. I, don't, don't, y'all don't write no more letters to him. Don't, don't write <laughs> another so letter from another I'm so school shocked. to him. I'm so shocked that Robbie Gold is not wearing a purple and yellow today. That's the compassion. I am so shocked. For whatever reason. Compassion doesn't get the ball through the uprights. Well, Compassion has Blair Walsh on the team and Cordero Patterson, so you go figure. It's, well, it's, hey. It's, but to be honest, and this is this is going to be heartbreaking. To be honest, in all fairness, a lot of kickers around the league this season are really looking like crap. I've tweeted this several times, and I do mean it. I believe that maybe the kicking is becoming a lost art in the NFL. There are several. We even watched it last week. There are several kickers that – I don't know if they had, like, their own union and had a meeting and was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to get noticed. They will call us football players. Like, I don't know what's going on, but there are several kickers around the league that, while I have no sympathy at all for Blair Walsh, like, none, 
whatsoever. I won't have any in the next lifetime either if you happen to be listening to Erica Badu. I have none for him. Hmm. <laughs> but I, at the same time, there I was are about several to, I was about to right support now. your statement with a 100% thing. And what I would say is the kickers have not looked good in game one. That being said, it would be different if we were just talking about all of the kickers in the NFL for 2016. Blair Walsh has been questionable for six years and bad for the last two. And you said Blair yeah, Walsh. Yeah. He, he has been bad. He, he has been a little suspect for more than two. Okay, no, I said he's been questionable for six. But for the last two, you just call them straight bad. Uh, yeah, I'm not the only one. But if I have to say, I mean, what what, myself, what, what, what kills me? It's my squad. What kills me is normally when I say something and, negative about the Vikings. When I know when I say something negative about the Vikings, I get so much pushback. I've said something negative about Blair Walsh. I'm getting nothing but agreement. This is weird. This is so weird. I have never counteracted. That ever and no. No, you haven't. But you usually counteract anything negative I say about the Vikings. Blair Walsh is a Viking, right? But and I never go against anybody who has issues with his kicking because I have issues with his kicking. It's like when you first see the drinking problem start. I saw when his drinking problem started, not literally, but kicking problem, and it was like everyone swept it under the rug. Like dude needs like yeah. intervention or something. Like dude, you. For real, you yeah. Intervention? Bad. No, he need he needs to be cut. Intervention, well, intervention is, is when he intervention needs to be cut. Reality, no, 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 intervention is the reality of I'm gonna stop patronizing you, patting you on the back, telling you it's just okay. You have a team that is trying, as, as every team does, open the season with. Well, some teams not crazy, but you know they were mentioned in Super Bowl contention. And we understand that's been very iffy since the Teddy Bridgewater issue, unfortunately. And I'm so glad that his rehab is, is going well. Kudos to you, Teddy. I'm glad the surgery was a success. But at the same time, how do you take that kicker to the Super Bowl? You don't. You have a point. Because if you, you can't don't. depend you, you, on you. him and, you know, during a regular exactly. season to, to, you know, come through when you need him to. And this and this is ongoing. It's not down. like it hasn't been going on since last year, exactly. last season. Because he's been doing this since he changed games last season. <laughs> Big game. Um, can we, but it's, we can it's talk gotten about really the, bad. The playoff it's, game it's last season. Really with, with, no, we can't talk about it. The playoff game last season. We, we can't <laughs> talk we can't about talk it. Little kids wrote. No, because little kids wrote letters and everybody felt all bad and people was like, I want to cook him dinner. Oh, I just want to hug him. I did not because this is for what this is he lost. What the he didn't do his job. This is football. This is freaking football and it's not the first time. People want to talk about Blair Walsh in the same sentence as the bad kick from Buffalo, like nine thousand yards out in their first Super Bowl in the nineties. Well, the difference is. Buffalo's kick was 9,000 yards out, and and that would have been a Super Bowl record had he made that kick. Blair Walsh can't make chip shots anymore. When you can't make a chip shot, and I'm going to be honest, I can't make a chip shot, but I'm not an NFL-paid uh, kicker. 
I am not an NFL paid kicker. I, I was, you know what? I hope they let go look at Robbie Gold. I, I just do. I really do. And and I'm in shock that Robbie Gold wasn't signed by anybody last week. As many kickers made mistakes last week. <laughs> well, hey, he he wasn't yeah, doing that too was, good yeah, stuff, man. So well, they I better like, hurry you know, up because. And I, I think I don't know if it's the. I don't know if it's the goal. He won't post, be available you know. for long. I mean, realistically, I would say the Bears need to resign him, but uh, the but Bears not going to. Far, the Bears didn't get far enough down the field to get to kick. Well, they're not going but to. But that will. We'll, we'll, we'll save that so. for later. I, I I got so much I got to say about the Bears. We'll save that for later. So yeah, we will. The Vikings, my squad, my absolutely awesome squad, and nobody can tell me different at all, is um, going up against the Packers. Yay! So, with that being said, the Packers that, actually that, did that. go out and got an effortless W last week. I was not impressed with the Packers. I know the Packers. Like, this is our division. Like, we got to watch them. Love them, hate them, doesn't matter. We got to watch these guys. And um, it was a return of Jordy Nelson. It was, you you know, we got some. Yeah. I mean, as as returning to football. He was on the roster. His name played a game. But. Well. If you look at some stats, though, from that last game. His stats yeah, look good. Awesome. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying his stats didn't look good. I'm saying that even as a Bears fan, even as a Bears fan, what we expect from the Packers didn't look. It didn't pass the smell test last week. We expect so much more. And you're a Vikings fan, you expect more. Mike, you're a Bears fan. I know you expect more. And it just didn't look like they 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 showed up. It's like Packers just on that random Monday when you got to get up and go to work. You like forget it. I'm gonna go to work because I want to get this check. That's what I felt like the Packers did. They like forget it. We gotta go get this money, but I really don't want to be here. And the Packers get away with that because they're a good team and they won the game. But do we feel like they? They played what they're capable of doing. Do we feel like they did? No, I felt, you know, the game was, it just felt like watching the Packers play. It wasn't like it was um, exciting or it was kind of like they, like it was just, honestly, like it was just the game that was on TV. Because with them being the Packers, you expect them to come out first well, game and just, you know. But at the same time, well, let's, going let's, back to let's, last let's season. Let's, let's be honest. Um, they are known for that, the way they played last season. I was because just about to say they, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, well, last season we chalked it up as, last week we chalked it up as their receiving core wasn't good. Well, they have their receiving now, 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 now. Let me, let me, let me honestly say this. And having to toggle between that game and and the Vikings game, for them, I don't think they play. Here, here's the scary part. 
I honestly do not believe they played lackadaisical football because Jacksonville gave them the business. Jacksonville made Green Bay play to the very end of that game. And that's why I felt like I was, I was gave okay them to the business, But Green Bay was not playing lackadaisical football when they realized Jacksonville wasn't playing with them. And they couldn't shake them until the very end of the game. They couldn't. Every time they were like, we about to run up the score, we about to score this. Jacksonville was right there like, yo, what up? We right here on your heels. How you doing? Not zero. Clock don't say zero. We still here. That was really something that I hope a lot of other teams, especially the Vikings, watched and filmed and are going to capitalize on. Jacksonville came out running, and Jacksonville is very was very serious with them. And they had their best of the best in the game. If you look at, at it just the stats from last week's game, they were out there really trying to play football. Aaron Rodgers, you know, I like him fantasy league-wise, and he is an amazing quarterback in real life. And the cool thing about that is he gave me amazing fantasy points, and yet they still couldn't break away from Jacksonville. The Jaguars are right there like, I'm going to move when you move. <laughs> What's up? We still here. But they, they mean, definitely they, came to play last week, and that's what you know. I was saying, and that's the, uh, that's the tripped out thing. I mean, you had Eddie Lacy out there. You got you know James Starks. You got Randall Cobb out there. You you know you. I. That was another thing. You you mentioned the name. Eddie Lacy was uh Everybody talked about how out of shape he was last season, and he's in shape this season. But it did it to me look like. He might be in shape, but he still looks slow. He looks slow. No, he wasn't impressive. He wasn't impressive. He looks slow, and I'm not even talking about. I'm not talking about being impressive as far as as far as a good running back versus a bad running back. Sixty-one rushing yards. Sixty-one rushing yards against look. Jacksonville is not impressive. Not at all. I've seen bad running fine. backs look. I've seen bad running backs look fast. He just looks slow. His movements look slow. His decision-making looks slow. He just looks slow all all around. And it's like everybody wants the rookie Eddie Lacy back, but are we going to ever see that guy again? Well, I don't, you know, who knows, man. At this point, it's a matter of – because, see, he could be – he could have gotten in shape, if you want to call that by – you know, bulking up, and you can you can have a, a be so big, mu- you know, muscle wise that you no, actually slow no. down. No, no, he did the reverse. He lost weight. He changed his diet. That was the problem. Um, last mm. season, his weight became the issue, so he actually reduced his weight. Um, his 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 BMI is is amazing when that's posted, and he actually worked with trainers to run to try to get faster uh-huh. on the field and completely changed his diet. Because he didn't want to be that heavy, massive, I look like a linebacker, but I'm really a running back. He didn't want to have that stigma anymore. So he actually right. took the time and changed. Mm. That just that didn't translate to the field? Is that what you're saying? That's, he did. I'm but, sorry, that, but that doesn't, did he, I mean, how how does that translate to slowing down? Well, Well, to be honest, if you are more fat, and, and I mean he's he's a running back, 
So right. he's, you know, that muscular breakdown that he was going through and what he was, he felt his diet was completely unhealthy. And he wasn't able, you know, he's not 22 anymore. So while he's not old, you know, he's not trucking through the defenders as he was known for in his rookie season. So you've got to make changes and you have to see what works. So he decided to work with um, strength coaches. He decided to reduce um his carb intake he turned more of that fat into muscle and he also worked with a few track and field coaches to do different drills to make him more agile and to be able to really hit these holes and take off things that you see in a LaShawn McCoy or you see it in the Adrian Peterson or we hope maybe this next game we'll see it inside girly this is what he was trying to do and it's just he he's he's looking for what will take him back to the Eddie Lacy that we met a couple of years ago as a rookie who was just trucking yeah. through people and people were so I think I the best thing he can, he can do is just adapt himself for where he is now and do that cuz i mean yeah we, it would be great to get back to let me you know to doing that <clears throat> to um trucking people and you know, those sort of things. But in that time frame, the game's changed a little bit because they're always adding different rules and you got, you know, those type of he factors that no count. He, he, he right, he's right within the – he's fine. It, it was, <laughs> he just didn't play well, y'all. We're going to stop making excuses. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he just you, didn't play well. And that, for those that didn't – that don't know, Cassandra has been – Eddie Lacy fan. So let mm-hmm. me add, and you've probably paid attention to him better than some of us have. When mm-hmm. you see him play, did it look like he had the physical speed back, but his mental decision making is what caused him to be slow? Kind of both. Um, no. Do I think he has the same speed that he had um, when he walked into the league? No. Okay, so no, and I don't, I don't, I, I just don't see that Eddie Lacy right now. But what I do like is seeing the fact that he is trying to do whatever he feels he needs to do to adjust. But you know, you you've got fourteen attempts and sixty-one yards rushing, and you've only got six receptions and what like fifty-something yards receiving. Mm. And you're the starter. Like for a running back to have six receptions, that mm. can your name not be Matt Forte? But Matt Forte, if if Matt Forte has six receptions, it doesn't matter because out of six receptions, he had three touchdowns. Right. No, I'm just saying. So, I, I mean, if there's only so many running backs in the NFL that have gotten away with getting a ton of receptions. So, like you said, when a running back has six receptions, that doesn't sound right. But if your name is Matt Forte, you're okay with it. If your name is Marshall Falk, you're okay with it. If your name is a short list of other running backs, you're okay with it. But your and no, I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay with a running back only getting six receptions. I, I'm not okay with that. I don't care if you got all the touchdowns in the game. If you, if that's how your running back is playing, then why you only got six touches? I'm just saying. Oh, six touches. So basically, okay, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers knows. So Aaron Rodgers knows, like, I'm not going to give you the ball. Come out here and play, like, <laughs> offensive defense because you ain't going nowhere. 
Like you I mean, out. it's you really can't argue with that. <laughs> like, no, you really can't no, argue. No, with you know what he basically said. Like, hmm, uh, you know, they can't. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Aaron Rodgers turned to Eddie Lacy and said, "No, my brother, you got to get your own." He couldn't even give him his own. <laughs> <laughs> he just said, "No, not today." I'm sorry. It's not going to I mean, I mean he's, hey, man, well, it is what it is. I mean, you, I mean, he threw the ball around pretty well, but as far as, like, when, you know, when you score as a quarterback, two of your receivers score and your running back doesn't have a touchdown. It's, it's, no, your sorry. running back may not have a touchdown, but but when he's only averaging not, like six, he, when he's got sixty fourteen carries and sixty one yards, man, that's not really productive. Well, they they were that's not a running back. I mean, we, we 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 can say the same thing last week about Adrian Peterson. Who I was just about worked. to get there because he was only nineteen for thirty one, and his average. Well, but a lot of it is, you know, a lot of it is like we, like we said before. He hasn't played. There's a difference since, in my opinion. Um, Blair Walsh shanked that ball. Right, the but see, there's a difference with Adrian Peterson and and Eddie Lacy. Of course, the difference is they stack 19 men in the box to stop Adrian. Don't Peterson. they? It, it'd be like whole families. He said 19. And the grandkids. <laughs> be like they I mean, they, they get people everybody. on his own team to say, "All right, you gonna help us stop your guy. You gonna you gonna help us stop your player." Right. So that's what they do to Adrian Peterson. Um, with Eddie Lacy. Everybody drops back into coverage and dares him to do something. And that's that's bad. That's, that's bad. bad. When 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 people feel like I can drop into coverage because that running back still not going to do anything to me, and the four people up front is enough. Yeah, you're not much of a threat. You're not a threat. And you're not any and threat. Say, right. Say, say, <laughs> say Todd Gurley. And Adrian Peterson, their bad game is the same as Eddie Lacy's. It's not, it's not the same thing. Because with Ty Gurley and Adrian Peterson, they, they, teams came prepared to stop them. Eddie Lacy they just got to go stop them. They just, they just got to go, like, whatever, throw canteens at them dudes, just do whatever, step on it, just do whatever you can to stop them. So I, I get I it. Mean, Anyway, so Eddie Lacy, when we talked in the meeting, mostly what we talked about was Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jordy Nelson, we didn't feel like he was good, bad, or otherwise. His stats looked good, but we didn't feel like he was great. We didn't talk much about Eddie Lacy, and it seems like we found a topic that the, that the Packers need to fix. And no, Eddie Lacy needs to fix it. And if well, Eddie Lacy no, 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 can't let, fix let, it, let, you let, know let, how Mike McCarthy me. is, you won't be there. No, that's my point. And that's where I was going with it. Is with Eddie, the Packers. When I say the Packers need to fix, the Packers thought they finally found their running back when they drafted Eddie Lacy, and after that rookie year, we finally got our running back. Well, it's looking like no, we don't. So we need a running back. We cannot. We cannot ask Aaron Rodgers to drop back and throw the ball 100 times a game. We just can't. And with with that being said, they need a running back. 
Well, we will Ooh, see what happens. I mean, the, as far as today's Stark, game goes. Stark's holding it down. Like, Eddie Lacy, Stark's holding it down. Stark, Stark, Stark got him. He's holding it down. He comes right in and does what he needs to do. And that's what kind of carries the team. And that is the bread and butter of Green Bay, that Green Bay has replaceables. One doesn't get it done. My second string looks like my first string, so it's not going to be a drop-off. And that's what keeps Green Bay going. Um, Another thing that keeps Green Bay going is the adjustments, the real-time adjustments that Mike McCarthy actually does make in a game. It's instant. He doesn't need you to run that same play 16 times on his team before he's like, oh, wait a minute, there's a problem. (laughs) He actually makes really, really good real-time adjustments. Now, um, with this matchup, <laughs> I don't know if sometimes the Vikings make it hard for the Packers to prepare for them because this is the 10th quarterback that they will be going up against. There have been very few quarterbacks that have been able to play this team two years consistently, meaning four times. So this is the 10th quarterback that they now have to prepare for <laughs> that Mike McCarthy has to prepare for, that the Vikings will put on the field. That's so crappy. Like, that's the one thing I want. I want my team to, like, really, really go hard and, like, and that if if, if anybody never missed Brett Favre, I miss Brett Favre. <laughs> I miss him. I do. He came to Minnesota, and, and it was a lightning show, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But um, I really, really want the Vikings to just, I don't know, out of some, the cabbage patch or something, let a Tom Brady-like quarterback be born. Just just something that they can hold on to at least for five years. A, a great quarterback. And I do believe Teddy Bridgewater was getting to that point. But I cannot knock the Vikings because after seeing the RG3 debacle, I cannot knock the Vikings because the Vikings had to go get a quarterback that they knew will be able to play in case Teddy Bridgewater did not bounce back the way they're hoping Teddy Bridgewater will bounce back, which is what we saw and what we're seeing in RG3. I, that's a whole that's, – that's, okay, we'll save that for toward the end of the show. So I, I get it. So Sam Bradford is going to be on the field today. Please let Sam Bradford and not Sean Hill. Please not Sean Hill. Um, Sam Bradford should be on the field today. Sam Bradford is not horrible. I do believe they gave up a lot for him. So Sam Bradford's got to come through. He's got to be consistent. Young, amazing weapons. The wideouts on the Vikings are agile. They're fast. They're quick. They make pretty good receptions. They've got really great hands. They, 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 90 per, 99% of the time, they're going to catch that ball and bring it down, even if they don't get any – Yardage, they're, they got really good hands. So he's got to use them. He's got to use them because I'm not blaming anything on Adrian Peterson's age. He's 31 and he's still beasting in this game. But, again, we all know that the entire, like, dugout of a baseball team is being put on the field to stop this dude. And he's actually been able to blow past them with the exception of this season, which I know we're going to see him get loose. As long as the O-line makes a hole and he can bounce and roll off someone and hit that hole, Adrian is gone. He, he's gone. He doesn't care. He feels no pain. There's something wrong with him. But it's okay because he's on my favorite squad and I'll take that. <laughs> um, also looking at Matt Asiata, when Matt Asiata comes in at fullback, very, very solid, very consistent. But I have to do this because 
One of the old series of the NFL, especially some of the best teams in the history of the NFL, is that the defense wins games. So when it comes, I even got to get a little bit more serious. When it comes to Minnesota's defense, they have worked for a few years. They couldn't even stop a third down. Yes, there are some missed tackles that they need to tighten up. It was game one. I was very confused because when they have missed tackles, when people blow by them, they're getting a minimum of 20 yards, and that can't happen because that's, that's detrimental. And that leaves you fighting to come back when you could have just stopped a run. So a couple people like Trey Wayne, I'm going to need you to know who you're supposed to stop. Anybody not in your color with the ball, just go get them, please. Please. And and don't jump at them and, like, completely miss. I don't – I don't – I don't – no. No. <laughs> Those aren't things. Those aren't things that go with my team might have a chance at the Super Bowl. No. You you cannot – don't do that. Any, don't – you did it. Hooray. Don't do that no more. Don't. Don't do that you, no more. You are. No more. No, 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 no more. Anymore. Not, not. Don't, not don't a, do that. Not a damn more. Please don't. <laughs> Don't not do a that damn more. Um, not a damn more. Please, Trayways, don't do that. Um, once the, unfortunately, it looks like Sharice Lloyd and uh, my Xavier Rose will not be in the game. So the defense really has to step up. They can take advantage of sacking Aaron Rodgers because that O line that I don't know what happens. Like the Packers have this bomb team, and then they have this O line, and I don't, I don't know what that is. It doesn't look as bad as another team's O line we're going to talk about, but they take two different buses to practice. And when the O line arrives at practice, and versus when they arrive to the game, they're not on the same page. Heck, they're not even in the same book. I don't know what it is with that O line, but if if Aaron Rodgers runs for his life and makes something happen, because it ain't the O line. Oh my god. <laughs> he runs for his whole life. Like he's I mean, out there, like okay, when, when you got me because they don't. When your name is mentioned <laughs> in the same sentence as Jay Cutler for the amount of times you've been sacked, for the amount of times that you've been plenty, yes, that's okay. It can be a problem today. Everson Griffin, good luck. Get at you. <laughs> Make get the girl at your proud. Boy. Get at my man. Oh, uh, get at my man. Cassandra is not disappointed by. Uh, playing up against uh, Green Bay offensive line today, something tells me. No, I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a, even shook about playing up against their squad. Period today, because the one thing that I have, I don't know. I wished on a star like a season ago or something that the Vikings would not only be stellar on defense, which they're getting there, but that they would also just pick off so many balls and get touchdowns. And what happened last week, if the defense is what has to carry the game, the defense is what has to carry the game. We, like, nobody was mad when Refrigerator Perry did it when I was like, yay big, and I'm not going to be mad that the Minnesota defense did it last week. And if that's what it takes, so that if that's what it takes off, to win, man. Do what you got to do. that's what it takes is what it takes. Like, nobody, like, looks at a W like, well, that was a crappy W because the defense got it. Mm. But I do want to see the offenses 
side of the ball become elite because they have some great weapons. They have some great young talent. I hate that Mike Wallace got away from us. I think Mike Wallace with Sam Bradford would have just Oh, been. my gosh. Did you see Mike Wallace <sighs> snap last week? I don't have Buff- a head I, mean, uh, I said for Buffalo. He snapped last week for Baltimore. Oh, my God. And as I was watching I, I that, really I was thinking that the only thing that Minnesota should have been doing was go routes every game, all game. He is too fast to, 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 to for, for them to have wasted Teddy Bridgewater it. is hurt, so I'm going to not speak on this right now. But okay. I do think that his time there was wasted. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> he did look really good for the race. <laughs> Looked really good. He looked like the Mike Wallace that I know, so... Oh, well, stuff happens. But Sam Bradford may not be everyone's household name when it comes to thinking of NFL quarterback. And, yes, some people are still with their eyes wide open about what was given up. You know what? It's over. It's done. We got to take it. Sam needs to get out on the field. Sam needs to get back into I used to play with Adrian Peterson mode, so I know how this works. And then he also needs to move on to I got these young guys out here. They're hungry. They're ready. Let me at least hit them downfield. I can't say that it won't be a little shaky because this is Sam Bradford's first game as a Minnesota Viking, and it's a little to go up against the Packers. But I guess if you have to, you know, see what real NFC North competition is like, what better game to learn? I don't want this to be the learning game, but the reality of it is, it is what it is. So if the Vikings it is child by continue fire. to hold it down, right? Vikings defense continues to hold it down. I think this will be a good game. And if they paid attention to what Jacksonville did, they can possibly walk away with W number two. See, I'm I I really get excited when a person's first game into the division is not an NFC North game, it's an NFC Central game. And that's your that's your that's your wake up. That that is that gets you ready for whatever you're about to do for the season. It gives you your wake-up. Maybe if some other players' first games was a rivalry game, then the reaction of playing for that team wouldn't be such a shock to the system. Because even, God forbid, I'm going to say something blasphemous to Cassandra, God forbid Sam Bradford loses today, at least he would he will he will have had that shock to the system. He will be awake, right? I, like, oh, I, you know, then it would be a loss. It hasn't forbid, but <clears throat> God forbid he loses. Is. At so, least he'll be awake for, some for the reason. rest of the season. Well, and know, I just watched uh, I just watched might. a certain um, NFL network. Everybody picked the clean sweep for the uh, Packers. Of course they did. It's the Packers. <laughs> I I am not. Of it's course the they did. So logically, logically, but logically, looking at a team that didn't perform exactly great last week, their defense did. You couldn't get Adrian Peterson going, and then there was Sean Hill, and then there is Blair Walsh, and I just I just feel like my next statement is going to be, and then there's Maude. Like it was just that. It was just, I'm still trying to understand how Robbie Gold is not a starting Sam Bradford, And then you're starting Sam Bradford against the Packers. Of course, logically, most people are going to go with the Packers because 
it 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 makes sense. But I'm, I'm of course I'm going to ride with the Vikings. I don't know. I'm, I'm the question is, Mike, are we going with the Vikings two weeks in a row? Are you going to go with Vikings two weeks in a row, Mike? Um, hmm. I don't know, man. You know, when it really comes down to it, because it's so, it's in my opinion, it's very close. There's not a definitive. Um, I can tell you real easily <clears throat> which team I'm picking. I can tell you without hesitation. Without hesitation. I'm picking that team to the North of Chicago to win today. Well, you know, I can understand that. I I'm picking that team too. to the North of Chicago to win the game today. Um, here we go the with the omission of names, okay. people. Right. All right so. No, 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 no. No, no. See, the thing is, b- both the Vikings and the Packers are North of Chicago. So saying the team North of Chicago well, is going to win, I'm thinking? not wrong. I mean, come oh, on. The team North of Chicago. Come on. Oh, my God. No. No. Here, here, here no, it can't be the team North of Chicago because you've here, got two. Here you go. So <laughs> pick okay. one of the teams I'm that picking, is North of Chicago. I mean, the team North pick of Chicago. One. Heck, in, the, in that case, that means the, the Which uh, one of the teams? <laughs> because it's the not closest team, team or the furthest. Even, the, because even the Lions are North of so. Chicago. <laughs> oh, God. See how well, he has to be difficult to everybody. He he just you know. Well, that makes it even doesn't. worse. So pick eight north it. of Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're about to light in the young squad. There's a few so teams north of Chicago. Oh, no, 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 no. Y'all not gonna you light know. in my squad worse than I am. Oh yes, we are. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my we gonna go to the stadium I, and throw firecrackers on the field. That's how bad it is. Net firecrackers. The only I'm, I'm throwing half a stick of dynamite. I'm not trying to be no, I'm, I'm not we're not going that mm. far, but I'll I will i will pop right. in him eighty. <laughs> yeah, right. You talk about firecrackers. Mm. I'm talking about Yeah, I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to do nothing. I just no, need nothing. something. Whatever I can I don't throw need no, whatever I can throw on the soldier field <laughs> turf to make like a running back run somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You know how you used to do on the park. You know, back on the cartoons and stuff, they had the firecrackers lit up, and the, and the kid would be running, and, he, and the firecrackers. That's that's kind of, that's really what they need. Something just like that. Before, so who are you picking for this game, before, man? Before, wait a minute, hold on. Right, there, thank you. <laughs> Who's winning this game? Who are you picking? <laughs> Which one team are you picking? What's the name of the team? And, and and I'm not even being funny with my pick. Uh, I was being funny with the way I was saying it, and that was only because I don't have any confidence in either team being better than the other. Not because I refuse to pick the Vikings or the Packers. It's just that based on what I saw last week, they made this pick hard, not because either team is good, just neither team looked great last week. So I don't know how to pick. So if I was to just go off a of pure, off a of pure speculation and reputation, I would have to go with the Packers because neither team looked good last week, and that's just my my opinion. And since neither team looked good last week, I'm gonna go off of reputation. Uh, we will do all of this for that. For that. I, I, okay. All right, y'all, y'all, so. y'all have to go quiet on me. I, I so felt it's, like it's one and two. Good. That's fine. So it's one and two. 
I'm I'm rolling with Minnesota. Yeah, you guys are rolling with the pack. Yes. So now let's move on to the Bears debacle. Because no, we gonna I felt, start I felt like I I'm I'm gonna say this, and and I'm gonna no, be honest. No, no, no. I felt like it was give pause. Jay Cutler pause. a hug day. Why? Pause. Pause. You you being nice. The Bears no. didn't have a. The Bears didn't have an offensive line. They weren't there. Um, you talking about give Jay Cutler a hug today? Day they were trying to give him a smash day. The Bears' offensive seen a line does so not exist. Wrapped up in love and bliss from the other team, so many times in one wrapped game. Wrapped up in love and bliss. It's like they. It's like and they loved him. It was so much excitement that they threw him down to the ground a couple times while they did it because they were just so happy. And the O line. And up. and so many people were were worried about JJ Watt. It wasn't all about JJ Watt. Everybody got everybody safeties got in on the plays. JJ Watt got in on it. Linebackers got in on it. Linemen Man, got in on he it. had no blocking. They might as well be out there playing, you know. I mean, it, it really could have just been like, you know, we could have went, um, what, 808, 606. <laughs> have you ever been to a book signing or, 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 or a meet and greet in the music industry? Jay Cutler had a meet and greet with everybody on the defense. Wow. And he had a meet and greet with everybody. Is, the sad part is how easy it was to get to Jay. That That's scary. That's scary. It was effortless. They were just going around the O line like do to do to do. Oh, tag, you're in, dude. You know what's gonna happen. Like it was. They played a game of freeze tag, and Jay Cutler was frozen. (laughs) Not only was that bad. Let's even flip to more when it comes to the offense, because we already know the offensive line just they just get paid to do nothing because they really didn't. The running back situation, the wide receiver situation. If I – the defense situation, it was it was a complete debacle. They did not look ready to go at all for a regular season game. They did not. They did not. They and, didn't. And I've been to a couple press conferences um, this Come week because I decided to spend time with Green Bay. I didn't spend time with the Bears uh, this season, and then I had a little downtime. But – I just, you know, listening to everything that John Fox would say and how things were playing out, you just knew, even if they didn't get the win, they were going to look like a much better team I thought they than were what get the win. I wasn't confident in I did I, I, I thought the Bears were going to get the win. And on top of that, the way the game played, Houston didn't win the game. The Bears lost the game. Houston didn't have to play anymore. They kept hugging Jay Cutler. I mean, you know, it's my turn. It's my turn. Like, that's oh how, my gosh! That's hey, turn. man, good to see you, dog. Hey, can oh, tell me, I'm sorry. Can, can I pick you that? up? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna throw you down real quick. No you know, right? I'm like, you know, don't mind me hitting you. I'm sorry. Oh, damn, we hit you again. Come here, man. I'm sorry. You need to talk to your O line. They block it really bad. Boom! Oh, we should we here again. And, and let's get to Kevin and, White. And honestly, Jay Cutler didn't look pissed the whole time. He looked like, I see this coming. Here it comes. Oh well, here I go. Don't lay down. Jay Cutler. I mean, what did you expect though, man? I mean, it's like it's, 
And Jay Cutler spent more time on the ground. He could have just taken a nap the whole game. <laughs> and I know I'm a diehard Bears fan, but we we spoke to some other people last week, and we had one particular fan that you all are going to hear from today that that he gave his opinion. That's outside of just our opinion because you all hear our voices all the time. But Jim, it, 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 I was yelling at the screen. I was yelling. No, that's that's probably me, right. I wanted to her yelling. I was yelling. I was yelling at the screen. I was yelling. And you can get mad at everybody on the game, but Jacob. And I'm going to tell you right now, Cass is not a J-Color fan. Cass no. is not a J-Color fan. And none whatsoever. But, for a list of reasons. But let me ask you, Cass, whose fault was it? I, I couldn't I, I couldn't blame anything on J-Color. I mean, there's you can blame, blame You can blame him, everything. It, it you not, can blame the defense. You can blame the running backs. You can blame the receivers. Oh. You can blame the offensive line. You can't blame Jay Cutler, can you? I blame whoever thought Kevin White knew which direction to run. It's just a lot. Ah, that was oh, so God. funny. Oh, no, that was not funny. <laughs> that was not funny. I'm sorry. That was not funny. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. It was. That was not funny. Uh, and, and, I mean, you know, I don't mean to be, like, mean or whatever, but and I, when I say funny – I'm being, I'm really being sarcastic, but just like, how, come on, man, you in the huddle, you know the play, you know the route, you were just told. No, that's the problem. Ago. He didn't know the play or the route because it was clear. How did that he not know the route? He's in the huddle. That it was clear. That was a that was a play that was called where Jay Cutler was supposed to throw to a spot. Jay Cutler threw to that spot. There are some plays where QB is called to just throw to the spot because the wide receiver is going to be there. Because that 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 ball was thrown on a rope. So all it right. Was, so so with that in mind, how is not, it that you it. run no, the wrong it. route? Stop it. Right. You just ran it. the wrong route, right. dude. No, no, I, and I'm in agreement with you. So, guys. so it, it, whether whether it's a throw, whether it's, it's Color's job to throw to a spot or whatever, the kid ran the wrong route. And the bottom line is, how do you not know the route? You have he no reason not to know, know the, route. the route. You have no reason to run and go and do. It, it started like he was doing, the, um, you know, inside out, go in, turn around, come, you know, do a pirouette and come out. That's what it started to look like. Like he said, oh, okay. Then he realized, and then he just stopped running. Well, no see, effort, that, that no nothing. It looked like he was supposed to. He was supposed to go right, and he went left. Well, like I said, how do you not? I don't care right? where he was supposed to he go. Sucked. He didn't make it. He didn't make <laughs> it, and it, it was bad. It was horrible. It, it, man, I mean, you know, I can't, you know, I trust me, man. I've been on on that side, so. I know what it is to where you, where you, it's that's your responsibility as a wide receiver is no dog on route. If you don't know nothing else, even if you don't realize, dude, play a man, <laughs> you know, against you, and he playing zone. Even if you don't recognize coverages, the one thing you have to know is your route. And, and his showing wasn't really. You know, and to and, make it even worse, and to add more fuel to the fire, 
he didn't play all last season, so all he had time to do was live in the book, in the playbook. He didn't play. He didn't participate in all of the, uh, in most of the uh, preseason. He should have been in the playbook. So with yeah, with a year, with a year and an off season, there's no excuse for him to not know the plays. No excuse. He had that's more. That's my time. point exactly. He had more time than anybody and everybody on the Bears to be in the playbook. More time than anybody. He he had more time. As a matter of fact, the only person that should know the playbook better than him is Jay Cutler. Is Jay Cutler. That's the only person that should know the playbook better than him. Period. So, I mean, you know, his showing, man, I, 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 he hasn't shown me anything. Oh no! But really, I mean, I quite honestly, the well, the merit. But it's hard for it's hard, Obviously, it's, it's hard to be shown anything when your quarterback's always getting rushed or he was on his back because your line sucks. But and they don't block people, on, and they, and, you know, so it's it's hard to even see that, you know, see any kind of productive productivity from your receiving core when you don't even give. I mean, he don't even have time to throw the ball. But but see, we're jumping on we're jumping on Kevin White. We can't leave Alshon Jeffrey out this season. Oh, he's not exempt. He is not exempt. When your he's hands guy, when your hands guy can't get no, his hands he, on the ball. Yeah. But you know what? When your hands I, guy can't get your hands on the ball. I'm going to leave it alone for this week because if I see what I think I'm going to see, then I know what's going on with Alshon. So I'm going to leave Alshon alone this week. So you, you might I'm be thinking about that. Yeah. An injury. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He, he, he wasn't fully here. Uh, and like, oh, I'm putting myself on IR. That that type of situation. Well, no, we'll see. You know. No. No. I, I just no. I'm not even thinking that. No. Okay. This is something that I want to see, and if I see it, then ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding, ding, boom goes the dynamite. I I actually now know what it is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, somebody's trying to move himself off this team. No, I I don't see that either. But the matchup was so devastating (laughs) to a lot of fans that we actually allowed Renard, diehard Bears fan in-house extraordinaire, to interview one of the fans who was out with us when we hung out at Ravens Place, which thank you so much. Ravens Place, we had a ball. It was great to do the show from their lives. Great to interact with fans. If you are in the Chicagoland area, Ravens Place, amazing spot. Great sports bar, really good food, awesome drink specials. 130th and 31 Southwestern Avenue in Blue Island, just outside of Chicago. It's absolutely amazing. So easy to get to. And we had a fan who was um, so distraught that he just decided to take a lot of phone calls because I don't think – I don't know if he has to get his best right, make excuses, but whatever it is, let's hear how this one particular Bears fan felt about what happened in last week's game. Hey, my name is – we got here right now, we got Marvin, and we're standing here, and we just enjoyed last week's game, and we just want to know what Bears fans think about the defense. And the defense has some suspect going, uh, things going on, and we had some uh, positive things going on. And we didn't want to know what Marvin has to say about uh, what happened in last week's game against Houston and what he thinks. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's Marvin. Uh, the defense played pretty good. The coverage was 
pretty decent with the tackling, a little bit suspect on the tackling. But overall, I think the Bears did a very good job as far as uh, coverage. And, um, you know, I know they revamped the defense and whatever like that, but uh, they did a pretty good job, pretty good job. I can't really call it uh, wrong on there. Trying a really, really good uh, offense. So to do as good as we did as far as the defense, try to hold them down, try to contain them. As far as keeping the uh, you know, racking up the scores, I think we did a pretty decent job. So um, that's my opinion. Signing off. Now Marvin has been very forthcoming in what he thought about the defense. As a personal thought, I felt like the defense was more impressive to me than I expected. But beyond being impressive, I felt like Kevin White didn't do what his position title says. He didn't catch the ball. Marvin, what did you think about that? Well, I think he's probably a little bit nervous. You know, he's out there. He's uh, really is like a sophomore year, but yet his freshman year. So, I mean, he did okay, but he just missed out on a lot of key receptions. A lot of receptions that could have uh, made the game a different outcome than what it was, I think, in my opinion, because uh, he came out with uh, a couple, you know, uh, throws that thrown him was like uh, third and uh, it could have been first down for the call. So he missed a couple of them. So that's the thing there that kind of got me a little concerned about Kevin White. But other than that, I think he did okay, only okay. Now, when he says only okay, that is 100% of what I would agree with. When you're only okay, you don't deserve a first-round draft pick. When you're a first-round draft pick, you deserve something much better. So, Renard... Cass and Mike and I would like to see much better out of a first-round draft pick. Thank you, and we look forward to see what comes today. Add that, Marvin put it nicely. He said that the tackling was, was suspect and that the defense looked good. He was trying to be nice, I believe, because he was one of the people just like me yelling at the screen, and there was a lot of us yelling at the screen. And oh, he was being so nice. Oh, man. He was being as good <laughs> I, I, as he could be. He, I really wish I could have interrupted and been like, what game was he watching? I can't put him under the bus. That's what I think that was. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, I get interviewed. That. I can't go in. You know, I mean, it's, it's the, 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 the truth of the matter the tackling, is, is that the Bears – the Bears tackling look, you know, about as bad as some of the other teams around the league, if not worse. Um, it's not worse. They, it's not worse. It, it, yeah, I oh, say it's, it's not. Well, I mean, there's, you no, know. It's not. It's not. Mike, <laughs> now you being nice. Now you being nice, dude. Mm-hmm. And just, look, just from the, the standpoint of. Uh, game up in all aspects. Everything but the kicker and the punter needs to set their game up. Just real talk. Oh, my God. So hopefully in other words, the whole team, people. Yeah, hopefully they this week they have shaken the brush no, off. No, no, no. They figured it out. I, I said something during the pre-show uh, meeting. Normally I try to say, well, the Bears will be good. They're going to fight for the second or third place. Right about now I feel like the Bears are fighting to get up to the cellar. And when I say get up to the cellar, I believe there's there's ground, there's cellar, then there's basement, and then there's then there's last place. 
The Bears ain't even in the cellar yet. They got to fight to get up to the cellar. They looking up at the basement. I mean. Wow. It's very dark and dismal down there, people, if you understand the meaning. Dark and dismal. <laughs> dark and dismal would be being generous. And yeah. I, I, I am one of those Bears fans that always sees the best in things. I didn't see the best in anything this weekend. Last weekend, oh my God! It, it, what I see today, tomorrow. Or excuse me, tomorrow. <laughs> I am so glad. Well, let's that I talk about that matchup. A whole tomorrow. day of football. I, I get to see a whole day of football and prepare myself for tomorrow's Monday Night Football game. And let's, uh, speaking of that, talk about that matchup. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Well, they play on Philly tomorrow, and Philly is coming off of a very, very decent game uh, last week. Carson Wentz looked like the draft pick he should have been. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, like we said, going into this where, you know, we're 0-1, we're on the opposite side. Not, I haven't seen what the um, rankings are as far as, the vote, you know, the betting polls or how they have, who the, who's, who they picked to win or anything. But just historically and, and just recently <clears throat> with the way the Bears have played, you know, if they can't do anything to shut down, to really get their act together on both sides of the ball, you know. And this is – and when I say on both, please, people, I am not talking about Jay Cutler. <laughs> All right, we already understood. We, we saw we saw the progression in him last year, and it looks like he's held, held on, holding on to those lessons and to that experience and, you know, is doing what he can to, to take that and move forward, you know, with, with his level of play. You know, as for the rest of the players, you know, it, it's, it's it's so questionable. I mean, it's it's like I think um, somebody was like, man, if you go out there and ask who the corners are, they're a bunch of no-names. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what announcer said yesterday when, we were talking about, when they were talking about this game on the uh, Fox uh, One network. And it, it is so true, you know. They they don't have anybody who we know, so it, it's a matter of they got to make names for themselves. And the only way you can make names for yourself is to make plays. And if you're not making plays, you're not bringing home the win. If you're not bringing home the win, man, it's 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 a, it's, it's lonely down there in the cellar, you know, with the spiders and the <laughs> and the bugs and the rice and and the stuff down there. Nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to deal with. So as far as tomorrow's game goes, I I really don't even know. I I can't even tell you that I, I I'm gonna have that much faith in them, especially if the O line doesn't have it together. I mean they got an extra day with today being out oil yesterday was Saturday, so hopefully they take advantage of the practice. I, and I, I feel like the in. Bears have. I feel like the Bears have two players. Well. In the secondary, Tracy Porter plays well. But the problem is Tracy Porter has zero support. And I don't care how – if Tracy Porter has an all-pro game, when everybody else is looking horrible, it serves no purpose. Exactly. It just, and then Willie Young and Danny Trevathan can't be the whole Bears defense right there. They just can't be. And with that being said, everything else is so suspect when it comes to the Bears. And with John Fox supposed to be a defensive guru, 
I can say something about Lovey Smith. I can go far back to Dick Jerron. When they joined the team, when they joined the team, everything went up on an upswing. And I was excited when the Bears got John Fox. I don't see any positives to say about this John Fox coached team. And I'm still excited. <laughs> I was <laughs> So silly. I mean, I did Jerron, and that's going back a ways. Coached the Bears up even in his first season, and eventually got him into the playoffs. Lovey Smith coached the Bears up, got him into the playoffs, got him all the way to the Super Bowl, and got him to the NFC Championship after that. People have high expectations for John Fox. I'm not seeing it yet. I thought it was just me, but no, I think I, I think said, everybody is, this, is, is still waiting. Throw the kitchen sink at me. And I'm like, no, like, literally, while I do think the Mark Trestman debacle was a mistake, you know what? When Bruce Arians was on the table, if you just didn't go get Bruce Arians, then I don't know what to tell you. And yeah, that's no, not a fair. And, and, and there have been people that I, I've talked to that are in Indianapolis, and I told them that the Bears went with, it, it came down to Bruce Arians and Mark Trestman, and they chose Mark Tressman instead of Bruce Arians, they're like, what? Are you kidding me? And see, Indianapolis fans know what it was like to have Bruce Arians because Chuck Magano was out for that first season. And Mm -hmm. Bruce Arians Arians was the coach of the year. And then the Bears went with Mark Tressman over Bruce Arians, and then Arizona gets them, and we see how Arizona looks. And Bruce Arians would have been the perfect fit for the Chicago feel, the Chicago, the Chicago way, the Chicago attitude, the Chicago swagger. So imagine, so That's, imagine Bruce Arians and Adam Gase. That would have been oh my so God. hot. That would have oh, been. But man. I don't think the Bears would have gotten would have Adam Gase as an OC. If he well, they may. I do. I, they may. Because I don't think so. Bruce I think, Arians wasn't I think a guarantee. Bruce Arians is not a was no. Bruce Arians was not a guarantee to a better Jay Cutler, a better team overall. Yes, a better Jay Cutler. Yeah. No. no, 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 no. I'm you not see, uh, you on that. I think you're 100 percent correct on that. I'm saying I don't think the Bears could have gotten Adam Gates. I think that Adam Gates oh, came to Chicago because of John Fox. I, well, left. if that's the case, he so was. I don't know how you feel. But he left. He left. So I don't see that. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't okay. think that's the reason. I think he. I think he came. I believe in. After one season, good luck, John Fox, with the quarterback. You know, he, he didn't. He didn't come here for that. He came. It was. A, it was an opportunity, and it's probably something that was already pre-planned. You know, it, and it is, it is we we're grateful for it because he he did some great work with Jay Dude. We can't knock it. Now, like if mm-hmm. the, if the Bears plan on winning the day and if they intend on winning the day, they definitely got to do 
be better be better on their uh, third down conversions because right now they're horrible. You know, they they've got to be able to move the chains and keep the other team off the field. And if they don't do that, then you know it really doesn't matter what we're talking about today as far as the possibility of winning. You know, they've also the O line definitely also needs to be a lot more. They have to communicate better, and they definitely got they got to work on gelling together, man. You know, the the trenches is is, is a different type of mentality all together when it comes down to football, you know, because there's a, there's a certain type of chemistry that you require there because you have to trust, you definitely have to be able to trust the person next to you, you know, if their job is going to be done and, and that, because you have your responsibilities and like on anything else, you know, they all have a blocking assignment so on and so forth. But if they don't tighten that stuff up today, man, Philadelphia is going to have a field day once again. You know, and I hate to say it, Jay and the, Jay and the ground gonna get real comfortable. He gonna get tired of looking up at the dog on sky. <laughs> it's just how it is. I mean, you know, and we just, uh, you know, if you're a Bears fan, you know, it, it, it is a love it type of, you know, love it hate relationship. So because you love the Bears to death, but man, sometimes they just oh. This just mostly just just want to play with with your heartstrings, especially with the front office and decisions they make. <laughs> I'm going to point something out. Um, Michael is usually uh, the more articulate one between the two of us. He has his stats together. But did you hear how he was fumbling over his words when he was talking about his fandom for the Bears? Hey man, I mean that's what the Bears does to us. It makes us fumble over our words. It, it, it's that bad. When we fumble over our words, it's not because we dislike the team. We love the team. But our eyes, we're not blind. It's because we're not blind that we're like, what the heck is this going on here? There was... Well, let me, let me, let mean, me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. This matchup that's coming up because we definitely haven't gotten to NCAA, some of the greatest games, and a couple of topics going around the NFL. So the matchup, who do you think will fare better in the matchup on Monday Night Football? Mm. <clears throat> I hate to say it, man. I'm gonna have to go with Philly. I, I just because I, I don't see how within a week. You know, it's time, unless they've done some really hard soul searching and some extra practices, I really don't see how they're going to shore up that line, you know, within a week's time against, against Philly. And I, not to say that Philly is the, the best defense in the world because, you know, we know they're not. But, you know, they can play. And Carson Wentz is, is, is doing his thing, so... You know, it's really going to be a test to that, but I'd have to – if they play like they played last week and it's anything indicative of that, yeah, I think Philly going to end up pulling out. So, sorry, home team today. I just – I can't go with y'all. You, you kind of screwed me last week. So, I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Go ahead. Say something sarcastic, Renard. Like, you're going with the team over there behind the washer and dryer – Left of the city of Chicago. Well, don't you know how they teach you when you're growing up. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. You have to pick a squad. But you got to pick. I can't pick the team. I, I, I can't say nothing nice, so I can't say nothing. Ooh. Right. You got to I mean, say something. I got to say something? 
You, you got You cannot sit on the wall. <laughs> okay, well then I'm picking the team that Donovan McNabb used to play for. You know what? I bet. I bet there are people listening to this show that are like. Teenagers and in their early twenties, they don't even know who Dr. McNabb is. Okay, like, okay. you bring up a good point. You bring <laughs> oh up a good point. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. I know you were going for it. I know you had your theme in mind today, and that's cool. I respect right, your theme of not naming the not naming the other team, and I get that. But so, you know, so, so it's like <laughs> I'm taking the play for. See, here he go again. All right. So, in other words, All everybody's right, rolling so with Philly. None of us have faith in the Bears. Uh, sorry, Chicago. You know, but um, until y'all prove otherwise, man. And, Jay, this is no disrespect to you, my dog, because, you know, you're doing what you need to do. And I, I definitely Jay, have respect for the fact that, that you are that you have not lost anything you learned last year. Appreciate Jay that. Is the one bright prior to that, I didn't like you at all. <laughs> so, but the rest of them, man, Jeremy Langford, you're going to have to step up, run the ball today. Kyle Long going to have to get that line again. Hello. Well, so with that being said, moving right along, <laughs> we have some amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing college football games that went on. I will be no nation till the day I die, but oh my goodness. Uh, Oh, yay, we gonna start with that game, yay. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Dagger to the heart, but I'm not, I might have been down yesterday, but definitely not out. Down? (laughs) You have been waiting. You've been waiting to throw this game at me, so I'll give you your one chance. No, wait a minute. Let me come on. I can take it. I've been a. I've been. I am not nearly the Florida State fan that you are. I was excited to see Florida State move into the number two spot. I felt like they should have been the number two team, and I had somewhat been a Florida State game. So before the game happened yesterday. I was so looking forward to seeing that game. I thought that was going to be the best game yesterday. And then Lamar Jackson got a hold of that football. Oh, my God. If you didn't think he was a Heisman Trophy candidate, he threw his he threw his ballot into the ring yesterday. Lamar Jackson had three TDs rushing before the first half was over with. It was just like, Whoa. Then he showed off his arm. The score, the final score was sixty-three to twenty. It easily could have been seventy to thirteen. The only mistake that that Louisville made yesterday, and I said Louisville, not Louisville. And I went to school in Kentucky for a short time, and they all say Louisville, but God dog it, Louisville was named after King Louis the Sixth. So Louisville. Oh my God. You leave them in that they, southern accent alone. You know, what I'm Louisville, and Louisville. Louisville are places. It's, Louisville it's and Louisville. New Orleans are places. Now, I don't, it's exactly. Louisville, and that's what it is. So, so no, I'm gonna say respect that. I know you went to school there. Louisville. The reason I'm gonna say Louisville is because I also know how bad they are when they name their place Versailles, Kentucky. I swear the name of the place is Versailles, 
but they gonna say for sales. But that's a whole it's different Kentucky. story. It's Kentucky. That's like right. going down. A, that's like going down to Louisiana so, and not hearing, you know, New Orleans a bunch of times, like and acting like you don't know where you are. So okay, it's call, it's yeah, play uh, along with the natives. It's Louisville. It's Louisville. Right. And no, that's you, it's it's all right if you play along with the natives. It's I'm going to deflect the Louis. whole time because you're about to talk uh, bad about my team. So it's Louisville. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so right, but no. So like we were that saying, should have been seventy to thirteen. The, the only mistake was Lamar an interception late in the game after it was virtually garbage time. Oh my God, Lamar Jackson looked excellent, and it wasn't just him. The defense spent their time in the backfield, just destroying, destroying Florida State. They were hitting hard. Every time they said. Florida State said, we're going to get back in the game. Up, oh, we're going to tackle you here. Up, oh, we're going to force a fumble here. Up, oh, we're going to take this interception. Up, oh, we're going to run back a punt. Alexander spent his time running, doing his impression of Devin Hester yesterday. Oh, my <laughs> God. Louisville, if you want to go there, they ju- they were number 10 going into yesterday's game. If they they're not at number five number by two. the end of today's AP poll, no, you're wrong. They have jumped the predicted week poll. This is just predicted. Predicted week four is number two that they've jumped that far. They jumped. And I think you. you, they, you if they, they jumped, jumped I over think they Ohio State number. and uh and Michigan. Wow, man! If they how jumped. Far, they jumped they over. And Clemson. And Clemson. Yeah, they jumped. Wow. And Houston, and Stanford, and Washington, and Wisconsin. But see, so, I, just, I, just, I think they're going to jump. I don't think they're going to jump that far. I don't. Think well, we'll see. I mean, far. it'll be you know, it'll be. I think the, the poll will be out doesn't come out to so. noon once we're off the air. But oh my! Yeah, but right now, that that's that's the predicted. You know, the question is how far how far will Florida State fall? Because they didn't just mm. lose; they got trounced. They got dumped. Yeah. Well, I think they're probably going to drop. Well, the, the prediction on here they have them dropping down to number eleven. I don't see them dropping that far. Um, I say about number of, nine, eight or nine. Out of all, but if you look at like yesterday was the first time in history that all the top three teams in the Associated Press top twenty-five were playing ranked teams on the road. So from noon yesterday to about midnight, man, it was like so many games going on. So checked out Alabama won against Ole Miss, forty-eight to forty-three. That's a very close game. Uh, obviously, Ole Miss has, you know, been very been a very good team in the past. Um, though I'm not sure are they ranked this year. I don't think they are. They're not in the rank top rankings this year, though. Um, then I thought have, they were like number nineteen. Um, not from this poll I'm looking at. Okay. They were not ranked last. Year. They're not. They're not ranked. So um, I'm going to double check um, that one because I thought they were ranked. It doesn't. I'm, man, I'm looking at the poll. It does not have them ranked at all. This, this is all. This is top twenty-five, and they are not listed. Not in. Nope. Nowhere. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, obviously, you know, the big game of yesterday was Florida State Louisville, and we know how that outcome turned out. We just spoke about it. And then you had Ohio State play Oklahoma. It's forty-five to twenty-four. Let me stop, let's stop at Ohio State Oklahoma right there for a second. I swear, mm-hmm. Ohio State. If you're playing against them, you better pray for good weather because if you're playing against them in a bad weather situation, 
uh, it is proven that Ohio State is better than you in bad weather. Oh, and now I'm looking at the AP poll, and Ole Miss was ranked nine, is ranked number 19. Oh, okay. Now it might change. It might change after the uh, after the losing to Alabama, but they're ranked number 19 as I expected. Because they were playing like you just said, it was the first time that uh, the top three teams uh, played ranked teams on the road. So that would have meant Alabama played Ole Miss. That would have meant that Ole Miss had to be ranked, yeah, exactly. ranked number 19. Exactly. You have a point. So. Um, so they are ranked 19, or they were ranked 19. They might not be as Lucha tomorrow. Report, y'all got to get y'all stuff together. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 now that's what it is. Bleacher Report. You okay? Probably did you go? You went to Bleacher Report and not AP or NCAA. The Bleacher yeah, Report is probably pulling. That's what I did. Hold on. Well, I'm looking at the AP poll and. Uh, Ole Miss was ranked 19, but like I said, Ohio State has proven in bad weather we are a better bad weather team than you are. And because once the bad weather came out against Tulsa, they woke up. Once the bad weather came out against Oklahoma, they woke up. We're better in bad weather than you are. That that is just that is just clear. Um, and I watched a lot of games yesterday. Did you see Iowa lose to North Dakota State? Yes. How? But North Dakota State looked good, man. I hate well, to say it. They were the better real. team yesterday. Well, let's keep something real. North Dakota State is the best team from the FCS. They have been consistently winning the FCS playoff. On top of that, nobody that plays up against North Dakota State takes them lightly. Iowa knew they were going to have a problem because they weren't ready. They were not ready for how good they are. Yeah, man, that's a good team. And, I, and it was funny because I was sitting, you know, on my lunch break watching it, and I looked up and I was like, wait a minute. Really? Iowa was getting played like that? I was like, okay. I mean, and it, and it was and when I take, when I looked at the game, it was still – I think at that point it was probably it was they were down fourteen to uh, I was up fourteen to seven, so this is right before halftime. But no, nah, man, North. I mean, just watching the plays and you know just for that short period of time, North Dakota State's a very good team, man. A lot of people probably sleep on them, um, and they are. When you've won only, like you know, five for, playoff championships in a row, you're pretty much a good team. Yeah, exactly. So that that says a lot about their program. And, you know, I don't know what it says about Iowa. <laughs> you know, they didn't have a, they didn't have a oh, luck, in the, uh, luck in the draw that game. You know, they only lost 23-21, you know, but, you know, you know how it is, man. Any any game that you lose by, you know, a very close margin, you know, I, I've been on a team where we lost by one point before. And, and, and it, you know, and it's, it's not the best feeling in the world because it's always a feeling of being so close but yet so far away from your, what you were attempting to do. Um but with oh, that, I'm not gonna. Know. I'm not gonna let your running rebels off easy. They got trounced yesterday. Oh man, I know they did. They I they ended up on uh they ended up on uh Sports Center's top ten for a few good plays, but those few good plays were not enough of them. Yeah, I know. They uh, after the the second half, they were just completely shut out. You know, shout out to you and Nubby, who's now one and two. Um, y'all need to get it. We got to get. Come on, guys. Let's 
Let's get it together. We just had someone donate ten million dollars for a brand new facility. Y'all better make earn your money. <laughs> earn your money. Earn your uh, money. <laughs> and then uh, let, let let's go on to one of my favorite games from yesterday. It was a Midwest battle, and Michigan State did to Notre Dame what I wanted them to do to Notre Dame. I can admit. I will be watching ESPN in the mornings this week because Matthew Johnson called in on Friday to talk to Mike and Mike and made a bet that if uh, Michigan State won, he got to pie, Mike go look in the face, and vice versa if Notre Dame won. And then Jamel Hill called in to add on to that that – it could be two pies if Michigan State lost, but if Michigan State won, in addition to Mike Golick having to take a pie to the face, he also has to take a hot sauce, drink a hot sauce of Jamel Hill's uh, choosing, and Jamel Hill has already chosen a ghost pepper sauce, which is considered to be the hottest hot sauce in the world. So I am going to enjoy watching Mike Golick uh, take an L this week. Uh, Michigan State beat Notre Dame, and just so you know, I'm a Chicagoan. I don't like Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. Um, did I mention I don't like Notre Dame? So yes, I enjoyed you watching. You did it. like four times. Oh, oh, by the way, let me tell you something. I don't like Notre I don't Dame. Like Notre Dame. <laughs> he does not like Notre Dame people. As you can tell, he is not a fan. But, you know, the thing is, most of the people who are from the Big Ten Conference or anywhere in the Midwest are not really huge Notre Dame fans. Um, but no, at no, the same no, no, time, no. There, are a much, there, are, there, there are a lot of Notre Dame fans. fans. Let me take that back. There are a lot of Notre Dame fans. You know, just some of us over here on this side don't tend to be fans because they come over here and kind of, you know, handle Illinois. All the, have they played Illinois yet? When last time they've played. never. I don't think they played Illinois. They play. They play against Michigan State and Michigan, but I don't think they played. Illinois. Right. I don't think they. I'm surprised uh, about that. As close uh, as they are, they don't play Illinois. Maybe it's because uh, Notre Dame has not said, okay, they're not worth playing. We're we're not going to play any team that's not worth playing. But that's a whole different story. I mean, I say, I didn't say it. You know, I'm just saying that I didn't say that they're not worth playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll I'm tell you the, the disappointing but I, but game I, that I had. The disappointing game that I had yesterday. Texas lost to Cal. The California Bears beat Texas fifty to forty-three. Ooh, so Cal, but man, Cal's coming along though. Cal is coming Cal, along, but Cal uh, is coming along. Charlie Strong is supposed to be a, be a defensive guru, um, not when they're scoring 50 points on you. Even in a well, Notre Dame know. game, even in a Notre Dame only, game, they they scored 47. So he can only coach, man. You know he can't play for the guys. You know, but at the same time, hey, you know it's top down theory. So I'm sorry, people, but yeah, you gave up all those points, and it sucks to be you. But what Arkansas? Yeah, the Texas State was kind of bad for forty-two to three. Ooh, good God! <laughs> Other interesting games around that happened in the top twenty-five. Um, uh, Georgia and Missouri. How is Georgia mm-hmm. just creeping by people? They are just 
creeping by, 27 to 28. But they're winning. They're creeping by. It don't matter. Cash doesn't matter. It does matter. See, the thing is, it does not matter in an NFL game. A W is a W W in an NFL but in a college if you got to creep by, but, you can make it, man. That goes into your rankings and your standings if you're creeping. No, 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 no. We've seen this with game, a couple teams. We've seen yeah, a couple but teams. When that college football playoff committee starts saying, yeah, but y'all didn't win, y'all didn't win with any style points, we can't give you a top four ranking, that does matter. But we have seen, we've seen schools end up there. We want in a while, we're like, does y'all even get like coverage? Like, did the local reporters write about that? That's what I'm we've, we've seen that, These and it's been wins are wins. So if it, you know, if you're winning, and you know, yeah, we got style points and all that, and I'm pretty sure, you know, there'll be a bunch of those going around for this week. <laughs> Excuse me, but you know, it all, it still all adds up. You know, it, the bottom line is Georgia. They might they may they may be number sixteen, but they're three and zero. You know, and at this time there's so there's a bunch of three and O teams, you know, that 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 have to be contending. Washington's three and O. They beat Portland State forty one to three. Ugh. I know that hurt. Poor Portland State. But hey, they're one and two. You know, it, it it is what it is, man. When it comes down to the new scoring system like we said last year when they first kicked it off, um, or a couple of years ago, how long it's been now? I feel like it's been forever with the new system, which I think is a good thing because I don't even remember the other crap we used to do for college football rankings. It sucked that bad. Um, but I'm just, you know, I look at it from the standpoint of if I'm squeaking by and I'm still winning, I'm still winning. You know, now the USC right now looks. I'm <laughs> 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 for all that smack they talk said that Alabama woke us up, we'll be ready for Stanford. <laughs> oh wow. So obviously Man. gentlemen that was the joke of the week and um <laughs> we're gonna have to continue our little college talk off the air. Oh, but wait a minute, we gotta talk about one up. game 'cause cause Cassandra was so excited about the almost game time, y'all. What game? She was what concerned about my. Yes, you talk about Miami oh versus my Appalachian State. She <laughs> she did she wanted to forget about the Florida State game and talk about the U. So we're gonna let her oh, talk yeah. about that game. Well, I I um go to you, and that's not anything that I would normally see <laughs> in Florida. That's all you got to say. Go you. <laughs> Just That's watching the game, it was like, <laughs> literally, it was like the NFL got unleashed on Apple State, and they were just like, hold on, wait a minute, slow down, stop, no, don't snap the ball, oh, my God. Like, that was like how the entire game went. I, I couldn't even, I was at a sports bar, I couldn't even enjoy my meal. It was it was all fun, jokes and laughs to me. Go to you, some of my closest friends that have come through the NFL ranks went to the U, they will not hear me say this again. Ever in life, <laughs> listening, but it was it was a funny game. I mean, these these it was hilarious. They really they really 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 had it together. And I'm actually going to do an entire five minute breakdown of that game and the hilarity of the game and how great the U actually looked though. 
But right now, before we go off air, because it's almost game time, there is definitely something I want to throw out there. If you are in a fantasy league and you have not updated, started, benched, traded, wavered, whatever you need to do to get your team in shape for yeah, today's game, you better do it now. You, time is running yeah, out. Yeah, better do it now. Because you right don't want to be sitting around here once the game started, you know, and all of a sudden you're like this when it comes to your league. Right. You started Gronkowski. Now, for all those Rob Gronkowski do fans, for all those Rob Gronkowski fans, start Martellus Bennett. Start Martellus Bennett. Start Martellus Bennett. People forget Martellus Bennett was virtually added to the team as a as as insurance because of Gronkowski always being injured. Well, Martellus Bennett is a Pro Bowl caliber tight end by himself. So Garoppolo doesn't exactly have a major drop-off at tight end by not having Gronk in the game. People forget what Martellus Bennett can do. It's just Gronkowski is Martellus Bennett with a cheat code. That's all. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Gronkowski is Martellus Bennett with a cheat code. That's funny. I mean, I would not hesitate. If I had Martellus Bennett in, in a fantasy league, I would be starting him today. I really would because Garoppolo needs a check down guy. You're not going to tell me that Martellus Bennett is not an excellent check down guy. He definitely is. I mean, definitely, you got Martellus definitely. Bennett and LeGarrette Blunt in the backfield. So that's enough to me to win many games on its own. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Mike has given his pick, fancy day, fancy football pick for the day. If you are playing, that's who you are. You better put Marcellus Bennett in so you can get some points, and hopefully it works out for you. What else do we have going on around here? I know we got a few more minutes here before we have to get all tied up and also watch gonna, the game. I'm gonna put this out. I'm gonna put this out here now because we do cover the NFC North. That's those are people. And October twentieth, we will be doing it again, really, really big. We've got a chicken and beer night to watch one of the oldest rivalries in the history of the NFL. Bears, Packers, Thursday night football, October 12th. We will be in Hazelcrest at Flavor Brunch and Bar. We will get the address. We will get the flyer. We will get everything out. But we are telling people, yes, this far in advance. You know, it's only game two of the season, but some people need, like, a helicopter. Yeah, and a man. Plane with the mess is behind it. You know, so, I'm telling you. We're just doing to go that. And we are actually, I'm calling out all Packers fans to come represent for your team because we'll be once you again right outside of Chicago. Us. So we know. Yeah, we man, we got to know. We got to do this. I'm calling we gotta Packers do this. fans to come <laughs> out. They got the rivalry real. I'm calling my the cousin now, who's like the right is who's the biggest Packers fan I know. I'm afraid for the this year. I'm we afraid for the Bears this there. year. Why? You know what? You know what? Let, let me let me let me say something when it comes to fans. And this is why me and me and Bears fans get into it. I watched my team a few years ago in the 2013 season. We were happy they won like three games. And the first game they didn't even win until they went to the U.K., so they went to London. I never once 
was like they're going up against the Packers. I'm scared. We were like, yeah, it might not be a W, but we're riding with them. The fear that comes across most of my Bears fans' friends and associates, how quick they are to dump their team off is amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. You <laughs> have never heard me jump my team. You will never hear you me jump did. my team. You just did. You just did. No, I, I never, didn't dump my team. I don't team. care if they – I don't I will care be when cheering they play for my Seattle. Bears. I never said, oh, I got a fear, because you never know what could happen. I, never I know that the Bears don't like this game like that. Hey, look, man, I have fears the bottom the line is, if you are a Bears fan and equally so a Packers fan, we want you there to add to the environment. To without, the without We're going to talk a lot of mess. You know, and, and, you know, and just, we're and, and we going to come and have a good time. We're going to get together. And you know, and that's what it's gonna be about. You know, it's all fun. We gonna have drink specials. Like you said, you know, Mike is trying to hurt my feelings, y'all. I ain't like, hurt no, your nah. feelings. Stop. This Get out of real talk. This is I'm just I'm That's more another concerned. reason I'm not a bear. You know, hey, if, if you gonna if you gonna be a, if you gonna be a Bears fan, you can't be scared that the other fans come come to your spot. Dude, man, come on, dude. <laughs> we cannot go out like that. You Wait, what is that? I can't let you punk out like that. <laughs> Talking about don't don't invite no Packers fans. What what what? 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 <laughs> Come on, it's the oldest rivalry. Come on, man. And, and, and that's one of the biggest. Come on, we we want pe- we want people there. That we <laughs> can talk crap back and forth to each other. No, we're not. I can't go out like Oh no, like no, nope, you can't. Sorry, nah, you gotta be, you gotta, you gonna have to put your feelings up, man. We, and and you go ahead and get rid of them and and flush them with everything else. You know, it's it's, man, it's, it's gonna be that's, ugly. That's where your feelings gotta go right now. It's gonna be ugly this season. So we gotta flush today. We gonna flush yo. We gonna flush the building. That's funny. We are looking up at the cellar, man. (laughs) (laughs) Stop laughing at me, dog. Y'all need to stop laughing at me, man. We look at this. Up is, at the this is like man. so. So, are you telling me this is what you're gonna be like in the Packers game? That's how we gonna hear. Come on, because I know, because Mike, Bernard, as much as you love to talk crap, dog, you, you, you gotta invite people out come so we can because that's. We, I can invite on, them out. I just you can invite more than Bears fans. I am we not, can, nah, I we, never ever in my life be a part-time Packers fan, but I am going to find a ton of Packers fans. We I are doing a live interview with people that I'm night. about to hit my cousin a, up right now, dude, on Facebook, and I'm going to say, hey, dude. I'm going to do right now. I just panic. Because he is, yeah, he panicked Give me now, the numbers. It's, it's real. Let me tag him. <laughs> it's real now. Man. We got it's, it's You know, come on, dog. So, you know, regardless of what he's feeling right now, the bottom line here is he's outvoted two to one. <laughs> so, so we are going to have, Y'all trying to make it it's, worse. It's going to be an interesting night when we get everybody in the same building at Flavor Restaurant I'm Bar. I'm telling my, y'all, I'm putting y'all on my, I'm putting on my trench coat and my hat and my dark See, shirt. Look at that! Look at y'all that! Y'all not gonna recognize me. Why he got it? He want to come dressed up I now. I was still oh, in bold, God. purple, and gold. Like I just uh, took the losses with the losses. Like why? I mean, that's that spirit of Packers been putting y'all, man. Oh. I'm putting on my Matt Forte jersey and living in the past. Well, that's fine. But just you know, at least <laughs> at least wear something. 
Not a trench coat <laughs> and a hat. I mean, not a trench coat. Fad, no flop lashes. Who you fanning for it Come on, you got to rally and, and, with your troops. You got to rally with your fans. And, and, and on top of that, furthermore, you represent the football fan rush, and we're not punking out for nobody. Nobody else is fan. That's your team. You rep your team. Oh, That's man. it. So, bottom line is. Yeah, I'm going to do exactly you, what Cass period. and Bears fans do. I'm going to hide under the trench coat, and in a moment the oh, Bears score a I'm like, yeah, go Bears. Oh, That's gosh. awful. You are not a true player. Yep. Dear Bears fans, do not hang out with him. He is not real. Yeah, y'all think I ain't real. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not going. I'm not. I, I'm not going with you on that one, man. I can't go with you. Okay, good. Okay, he's gonna be on. I can't, I can't go with you. You got to come in from the dough. We got to come in from the dough saying, this is, I'm a Bears fan. Deal with it, you Packers fans. And we, and we call it a day, man. What you, uh, right, we got to have fun. I hate <laughs> the Packers. I hate so the Packers. So wear your jersey. So, so we're going to wear, your, come you're gonna wear the jersey. Man, what are you doing? I hate the Packers, but I hate even more what the Bears have made, have, have made this team look like. Uh See, so so you might as well be a Packers fan. No, no, no. You would never put that uh, paint on. <laughs> this is so hard no. for you. No, you will never. No, that will never happen. You Ever. know what? Let's save you. Why don't you tell the fans where they can find the show? Because you can't get out of this one. We're going to ride you on this all week. Good. Ride me on it because you can find us on footballfanrushradio.com. But also on footballfanrushradio.com, the easiest way to find us is blogtalkradio.com slash footballfanrushradio. We're also searchable on the TuneIn Radio app. We're searchable on the Apple Podcast app. Just type in footballfanrushradio. And ride me till the wheels caught off. I am suspect on my bears this season. Please prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong. I want to be the most wrong-proven person in the world. I want everybody to be able to say, Renard, you a suspect. I want to be proven wrong. John Fox proved me wrong. Kevin White proved me wrong. Kevin Long proved me wrong. I want to be proven wrong. I want to so be proven wrong this season. It is ridiculous. So y'all you know want... he didn't tell Jay to prove him wrong because Jay's already proven him wrong. So there you go. Well, no, Jay, um... Jay I'm not mad at Jay right now. I know. I'm not mad at Jay right now. I want. I was talking about. I was talking about when you were. I was talking about when you were mad at Jay. Oh, I haven't ever been mad at Jay. You used to to be mad at Jay. No, you you used to be mad. I I was the one person defending Jay. I was the only person defending Jay. You you talking about another person? You might be talking about Cass. I've never been the one uh, hating on Jay. To to defend Jay um, Cutler. No, you are. Right. Yeah, you have. You have been the resident. Cutler. You ha- you have been the resident defender. I take that back. Okay. You and I talking about he, now. Even, oh, even, I, even I, when I, even when he was throwing, um, you know, interceptions. I throw a lot like, of other people under the bus, but I never like garbage under the bus. and oh, food. You was right there cheering for him still. So yeah, it's all good. Uh, I mean, one of the like things said, is <laughs> I w- I never wanted to. I want to. I want Cass. I want Cass and Mike. Come Bears Packers Day to have been have been, to be able to say, look at this Bears fan. He didn't have any support, and look at how good that the Bears are doing. I want, I want what? To be proven wrong. I want We're everybody to call me out. 
but but but, but, but like what are you talking uh, about? you know, like, I mean, if they if they if they that's not gonna happen, man. See, look, if, I said if I they, want if, to be proven wrong. Y'all can't even is. roll with me on that one. Still, ladies and right, gentlemen, they, we want to But we're not the ones who got a live broadcast. Well, you asked it's the wrong now game to time, it. and congratulations to the couple that just got engaged just before the Washington Reds. The Reds game. Congratulations. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. Come back next week with more laughs, more fan opinion, and let's see if we really do have a true Bears fan on our <laughs> staff. Like no, I said, no, somebody proved me wrong. He seems kind of wishy-washy right now, y'all. He, he, he he got to be proven wrong to be a fan, and, you know, that's where we at with that. Anyway, thank you all for hanging out with us. Go ahead and check out the games. Make sure your team is doing what it's supposed to do. If you haven't got your final stuff in for fantasy football, oh, well, games already started, and too bad for you. If you got it in, hopefully everything works out well and you are winning in your league. I, myself, I don't want to talk about my standings. We'll talk about that next week. Y'all have a great day, and y'all enjoy it. 